I'm back! <sighs> What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Chucky Live again. We're here. We made it. It's all good, hopefully. Hopefully it all stays good, but yes, holy shit, man. Sorry about that, guys. Yes, some big-time technical difficulties when it came to all that, which I'll explain in a little bit. But I appreciate you guys returning, returning. Ah, oh, appreciate that. I will try to never change there, Eric. You never change either. What's going on, Mr. Milana? How you doing? Thank you, Martin. Thank you for welcoming me back, Foot. Miss Steph, thank you. Hit that like, thumbs up, like she said. Tony Movie D, uh, Tony Movie Chappy D9 Blomkamp fan. Yes, that's right. What happened? No. A copyright claim? No. No, 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 no. Take two. Technical difficulties. Technical, technical difficulties. And thank you for everybody who uh, reached out. What's going on, Hobo Deluxe? How you doing? We got Tetsu right here. Or used to be Zed. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you just missed, uh, you know, your son just uh, being a bonehead. And then, of course, technical difficulties. Yes, that's pretty much it. What's going on, Eric? How you doing? All right, JD McRae is here too. Uh, Brendan, what's up? I got your day off. Realize I have. Hey, I know, and it's an hour and a half late, later than usual. So you know, that's good. That's what's going on. What's going on, Sabrina? How you doing? Okay, who else we got here? We got Zoto. Uh, I know it's been. A, yeah, well, we're, uh, that's why we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about this. There's a. I got a theory. I have a theory about the whole Henry Cavill thing. Anyway, so uh, we're doing this, Infinity. Yeah, I know. It's David Zaslav. He was like, now cancel this guy. He keeps talking about shit. My God. So, anyways. <laughs> um, so, there's all that. And then uh, who else we got here? We got Christopher. How's it going? So, hopefully people start filing back in here. Yeah, take five. Eh, take five, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, whatever. Okay, so... Anyways, all right. So sorry about that, guys. So yeah, obviously, if you guys saw, if you were around for the uh, the first attempt at the broadcast, what I was letting everybody know was the fact that I am trying to do like, I don't know if it's actually coming through in 4K. I don't know like exactly how it all works. I know there's things when it gets processed through and the outputs and all everything like that. But according to everything, I don't know. Maybe it is. You guys were saying that things were looking kind of a little sharper, slightly sharper, which is always good. So we'll see. I don't know. But I made some adjustments. But I forgot that when it comes to work in Streamlabs, that when you have different little scenes that you do, you have to adjust all of them individually. And I forgot to do that. I mainly focused on this screen right here. That's what I did. So when it came to my share screen, it was still all scrunched up. And then a glitch happened, a fucking glitch in that matrix happened when I was trying to adjust streams, uh, adjust things live. It locked up. I don't know what the hell happened where I couldn't adjust anything. So when I logged out or when I stopped the stream, I was trying to move things and I couldn't move anything. I had to reboot my computer to like get everything going again. And then it happened again. I don't know what was going on with Streamlabs, but Jesus Christ, it was all kind of locked up and everything like that. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, so that's what's going on here. I don't know. 
So that's what was going on. And then I had to adjust, make sure everything was working. Everything was good. So that's why we're, we're late. But hey, we're all good now. Everything's fine. Hopefully I look pretty. I don't know. Hopefully, you know, got the haircut. All good. So everything should be a-okay. Let's talk some fucking movies and things, please. Oh, my God. Anyways. And now, Streamlabs, why are you going to say that about Streamlabs? Don't say that. I'm using Streamlabs there, Tet. Man, thank you for uh, commenting on the haircut. But anyways, let's get to these tweets, huh? Let's get to the tweets and get the show started. And let's start off with a bang right here. Everything good? Everything should be good now? All right. I think we're all good, right? (laughs) Jeez. Anyways, so there we go. Let's start off right here by uh, if you have a glass or something, but... uh, on August, what was it, August 11th? Yeah. August 11th was the 8th anniversary of uh, Robin Williams passing. So uh, cheers to Robin Williams. One of my, uh, you know, I mean, let's face it, one of my all-time favorite comedic, comedic actors, one of my all-time favorite comedians, and uh, didn't even realize that it was eight years ago on August 11th. So cheers to uh, cheers to him, man. Cheers to him, but yes, his uh, his son right here. Zach Williams uh, tweeted this out saying, Dad, on the eighth anniversary of your passing, I'm remembering how incredibly kind and joyful you were. I deeply miss you, you wonderful, hairy man, and will be celebrating your life. Love you so, so much. So there you go. May he rest in peace. And, uh, And I also posted my video after it happened. This is a video I did eight years ago. And I did like a little, uh, you know, tribute to uh, Robin Williams. It was hard to get through that. I got choked up. So if you guys uh, want to check that out, it's on the channel. It's an old video, definitely an old video. So check it out. And uh, may he rest in peace, man, I tell you. Miss him. And uh, Hamada had nada. That's right. Make a trend, guys. Anytime that we hear stuff about poor little Walter Hamada. Yeah, okay. Walter Hamada had nada. Okay? Make a trend. Make a trend. Hey, what's going on? Who? Ding, ding. I heard a ding. Let's see. We got a new subscriber. Hey, there we go. New subscriber. Appreciate that. See, I had to adjust little things like that, too. So I appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you want to become a member, make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Uh, and, uh, you know, send over some love, man. After all the technical tickles, yeah, the headache that I had. Jeez. Anyways, but uh, I wanted to talk about this, too. Mr. Krypton Cage right here. He posted this right here, adding Henry Cavill's Superman right here to the uh, to the Black Adam trailer. And uh, this thing blew up. Look at that. Blew up. Everybody was talking, you know, everybody's passing it around. Maybe Dwayne Johnson will pass it around soon, too. And speaking of Dwayne Johnson, he posted this right here. Of course, we're going to be talking about Black Adam today. And uh, we have Total Film, uh, you know, an issue of Total Film with him on the cover. I don't know why his face looks weird to me. I don't know what what is going on with his face. Anybody else see like it's just it doesn't it looks like they adjusted his face a little bit. I don't know. Looks a little wonky to me. This is pretty cool though. I like this alternate variant cover. I think that's a little bit better. Yeah. I think that's better. But yeah, I don't know what is going on right here. What's going on right here, Dwayne, in Total Film? I don't I don't know. It looks a little the eyes. I don't know. Anyways. Hey, make sure you guys are uh, subscribed to the Patreon. I'm trying to update as much as possible. When I hear things, I post it immediately on Patreon. I don't always say it during the live shows. So 
do that if you want to uh, get updates from what I'm at least hearing when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So do that. And then, of course, we have uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, if you guys know who Supermax, Batmax, whatever, I forgot his his name right now. But uh, the Flash Film News, they, they posted this right here that kind of uh, had this little edit right here that shows Dave Zaslov right here. And it says, David Zaslav, you know what to do, Barry. Clear the board. <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about a full reboot, but you got to just run, Barry, run. Good little edit right there, that's for sure. So I like it. I like it. Uh, then James Gunn. A lot of people got uh, upset about this when James Gunn, when somebody asked, hey, James Gunn, make a uh, zombie movie someday. And then he posted a poster for Dawn of the Dead. And, uh, you know, of course, it, it, it made people who really have a hate boner for James Gunn really upset and even they uh when i talked about it too i'm like hey relax guys he wrote the script yes i realized there was rewrites but he initially wrote the script for dawn of the dead the remake so i mean that's what he's alluding to he's not going to try to steal credit from Zack snyder or anything i saw people just like talk about that they got really upset i mean it's funny how much of a hate boner and i'm not saying that james gunn's like the best director in the world or whatever and i get like what happened when it came to the weird tweets sure but at the same time, I'm like, relax, relax. Even Zach has nice things to say about James Gunn. You know, Jesus Christ. Oh, let's all relax. Oi, cunt. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. This is a good meme right here. Good meme, good meme. That's a good meme right there. And then, yes, guys, uh, may she rest in peace, uh, Miss Anne Heche. Uh, I think, well... They pretty much said that, you know, when it came to her accident, that she was brain dead and they were kind of keeping her on life support because of organs. But I think it was yesterday that they officially took her off life support. So, uh, Miss Anne Heche, cheers. She was in a lot of movies in the 90s. I think my favorite movie with her was Volcano. I love Volcano. It's a good little disaster flick that happens in LA volcano showing up in LA it's great and I thought she was great in volcano so there you go and then who wants to hear Ben Affleck talking Spanish hey I'm half Mexican and I can't even speak you know like this I couldn't have a conversation in Spanish but that was what was being passed around. This was being passed around on this weekend. This is why Ben Affleck was trending right here. So, and uh, and I love how Kevin Smith was like, "My boy's wicked smart. My boy's wicked smart." That's right. So, I thought that was pretty cool. And then uh, here's a little spin on the whole, ladies and gentlemen, the the weekend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This whole thing about like replacing people with raptors and stuff like that. It's hilarious. Wicked Spanish. Wicked smart Spanish. That's right. And I love this gift right here. Amazing Spider-Man 2. No matter what you, uh, you know, even though it might be an inconsistent movie and there's some things that are not, that don't really work, the VFX on Amazing Spider-Man 2 are fucking top notch. Come on. Top notch. And then hopefully you guys saw the end of the vodka stream on uh, Friday. We had a nice little cameo that scared the living shit out of Steven. It was great. Here's the moment that happened when uh, Amanda Colbert showed up as Ray was talking and scared the shit out of him. It was, it was great. 
I will answer at least two or three different people have asked me whether or not. <laughs> There's the whole <laughs> That was absolutely fantastic. Best way to end a vodka stream right there after four and a half hours or so. I will answer. You get to see Steven get the shit scared out of him. Whether or not. There's the whole So good. So good. So good. I mean, look at that. Look at that right there. Look at her face. Everybody's just like, just laughing, laughing. The perfect way to end it. Look at the <laughs> fuck. Poor Steven. He got the shit scared out of him, man. Woo. Good stuff. Absolutely good stuff. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, District nine released 13 years ago, August 13th. And of course the sequel is being prepared right now. 12 years ago, Scott Pilgrim vs. the world. So fantastic. Yes. I'm just an idea. That's right. It's going to hurt you really, really bad. There's Fear Jason. Put my face on the Joker. There you go, Fear Jason. Put my face on this guy next. But, uh, yes, and also uh, it's been a one-year anniversary. Over the weekend happened when it came to Free Guy. So celebratory insert, perfunctory sentence about Free Guy. One-year anniversary here. There you go. Like it. Like it a lot. And then, of course, we have uh, guys, guys, guys. I mean, there's a little thing that's going to be happening with Top Gun Maverick. And, uh, hey, if you're going to go see it again, go see it again. But as of over the past weekend, it, it, it could have been number two and ended up being number three. But it has a chance to overcome Avengers Infinity War at the domestic box office. So, hey, if you're going to go see it again, go see it again. Beware the gray ghost. Good poster right there. I want that poster. And here's some art. Here's some art of Henry Cavill as 007, which he looks fantastic. And I know he's going for the role. I don't know if he's going to get it, but it just seems like Henry Cavill is a very wanted man when it comes to franchises. That's why it's like, hello, hello, Warner Brothers Discovery. Let's do this, please. And we got all that. There's Michael Keaton testing out the Batman Returns cow right there, which looks awesome. Let's face it, the guy had a, you know, he has a good jawline, but it was mainly, it was mainly lips. It was lips. That's what it was. It was lips. All right, then we got that. We got Chris Farley right here. Can't show too much of this, but yes, he had one of the best, uh, <laughs> one of the best entrances of uh, the, any Tonight Show. Any Tonight Show. This was 25 years ago. The man was just like going all over the place. I mean, the guy was just a big, huge ball of energy. I wish he, uh, I wish he was alive today, man. I tell you what. But yeah, right here, guys. Top Gun Maverick is roughly five million dollars away from dethroning Marvel's Avengers: Infinity War as the sixth highest-grossing movie at the domestic box office. So I think it's gonna make it because the goddamn movie can't be stopped. So it's gonna be number six. Gonna take over the Avengers, man. Gonna be crazy. And Universal has earned $3 billion at the worldwide box office this year with, uh, of course, these big movies right there. And the sleeper hit that was The Black Phone. I think that might be my favorite out of all these. I didn't even see the uh, Minions movie, of course, but I saw the other two. Uh, nope. And uh, The Black Phone are probably pretty close when it comes to my rankings. But $3 billion for Universal. That's right. Suck it, Vin Diesel. Universal don't need your stupid fucking franchise. Sorry. 
Anyways, um, look at this. Look at this right here. Can you imagine walking outside and seeing the that? Oh my god! Can you imagine that? Wow, just absolutely ama amazing. Seeing, seeing the northern lights like that. God damn! Somebody get on a CB radio and contact Dennis Quaid. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, look at that. Imagine walking outside and seeing that view. That would be absolutely amazing and of course Clayano said he got something like that when they were filming Zack Snyder's Justice League in Iceland so freaking beautiful so freaking beautiful and then yes hopefully you guys watched uh, if you guys are into Westworld the season finale was last night of course people can't help themselves and they like to just tweet about what they saw in the episode it's like shut up shut up I had to ignore that but luckily, I didn't get any spoilers. And, of course, I really enjoyed season the season four finale. Can't wait for season five. Westworld is just top-notch sci-fi. That's what it is. And happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, jawline and dimple chin guy, Batman. Happy birthday to you. That's right. It's Ben Affleck's birthday today. And uh, here's a good little quote right here. I was here 15 years ago or something, and you know, I had no idea what I was doing. This is when he won for Goodwill Hunting, and this is a, his acceptance speech for Argo. I stood out here in front of you all, really just a kid, and I went out, you know, and I never thought that I would be here, would be, be back here, and I'm, uh, I am because so many of you who are here tonight. So there you go. Happy birthday, Ben Affleck. Love it. Did it just flicker again? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Am I? Uh-oh, we're good. We're good. See? See? Okay, we're good. Did I flicker a little bit? Uh-oh. I'm wondering. See, we're still testing out this 4K shit. Anyways, um, and then, of course, uh, today they they they, uh, they teased um, uh, Jim Lee's variant art for the death of Superman 30th anniversary right here. Look at that horny fucker right there. That's right, that horny motherfucker. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Horny. Oh, okay, and then, of course... Um, when it comes to the black phone, they were talking about how um, Scott Derrickson was saying that he might want to do a sequel. And I said, does it really need a sequel? But then he had this to say right here on comicbook.com to uh, Chris uh, Killian. One of the better on-screen horror monster villains, you know, what have you, that I think we've seen in a few years. And um, are there any ideas kicking around on a potential sequel if it takes off? Yeah, Joe, Joe Hill uh, pitched me a wonderful idea for uh, a sequel to Black Phone that uh, if this movie does well, I'm going to do it. Oh, God, I love to hear that. That's amazing. Yeah. So there you go. Apparently, we're going to get a sequel to Black Phone because the movie did exceptionally well. Low budget and over $100 million. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's getting a sequel. So I'm like, all right. I don't think it needed a sequel, but hey. If uh, the author of the original story says, hey, we got a we got an idea, so be it. I'm sure it's going to have something to do with the kids and the fact that, you know, the supernatural aspect of it. But yeah, so but um, here's something what we don't need. We don't need a remake of Wizard of Oz. What the shit? We don't need this. Warner Brothers. Hello in New Line. What are you doing? What are you doing? But apparently it's happening. Uh, Kenya Barris will write and direct the Wizard of Oz remake for Warner Brothers and New Line. All right. I guess that's fine. Whatever. Does it need a remake? No. Wizard of Oz is probably one of those movies that you just kind of leave alone. Like your Back to the Future, your Jaws, you know, those kind of movies. You just leave it alone. 
you just leave it alone. And there has been like kind of alternate remakes. Didn't like Sam Raimi try to do one. Didn't quite work. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like I just don't really. Yeah, I know. I know. I remember they did like something of the whiz right there. I know they did something like that. But that was like, you know, a different kind of interpretation of it. Sure. But I don't know if that warrants that. I just I just don't know if that really is needed. But hey, maybe they could do something crazy with it. And then uh, we have the Batgirl composer right here, Natalie Holt. Um, she was just uh, she was on a podcast or being interviewed or something like that and kind of talked about the fact that she worked on the Batgirl score for a year. And this is what she had to say right here when it came to them asking the question about it, because mainly they were asking about Loki, because, of course, she scored Loki. And I thought her score of Loki did was very I always raved about the score of Loki. Anytime, anytime that I reviewed an episode, I was like, the score is just really just top notch. But she said right here, she said, I had written about an hour and a half of music. I've been working on it for a year. So, yeah, pretty sad what's happened to it. I was on set last Christmas, uh, Adil and um Bilal really loved Loki, and that's why I got picked to do the score for Batgirl. So that's a shame that it's not going to be out there in the world after all that time, like having spent a year working on it. Yeah, pretty disappointing. I don't know. I think it's a massive shame. It's been a pleasure to work with the people involved, but that's all I have. All, that's all I can say. So there you go. And uh, mind you, when I tweeted this out, I got pushback from people and I'm going, guys, relax, please, because I got pushback from people going like, was there this much, uh, you know, were this much sympathy when Junkie XL got fired from uh, Justice League back in 2017 and they, they brought in Danny Elfman? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, first off, there was reporting and there was sympathy when Junkie XL got let go. And then, of course, when it came to even like the whole Zach situation, yes, there was many articles. These guys made it seem like there was no articles and like there's a bunch of articles about Batgirl. And I'm like, all right, first of all, it's not exactly the same situation. And guys, do we need to do that whole thing? Where was this? Where was this attitude uh, back in 2017 when this happened with Justice League? Can we stop doing that, please? Can we stop? That was five fucking years ago. And guess what happened? We got the Snyder Cut release. You can watch it right now whenever you want. You can watch it. We won. So why do we keep on doing this whole thing? Where was this energy when, you know, and, I, I, and I'm t- so tired of hearing that because you know what the difference is? It's the fact of the matter is that Natalie Holt, her score is probably never going to be heard and she's not going to be able to come back and do a whole new score because obviously Junkie XL was like, you know what? I'm going to do an entirely new score. And he got a second chance and it was glorious and it was absolutely fantastic. But the fact of the matter is, it's like, I just, can we stop the whole, like, where was this energy back when? It's like, stop living in the past. You can literally watch Zack Snyder's Justice League whenever you want. Stop. Stop. Please. Please stop. What happened? Oh my God. Okay. What the fuck? Holy shit. I guess it's a good thing that I started late. Anyways, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Rant over. Okay, so what? Ezra Miller made a fucking comment? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, let's we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So anyways, let's get through the rest of this. I want this They Live poster. There you go. We'll get to it. Viola Davis is apparently going to be in the Hunger Games prequel. And then Jay Oliva... 
just said uh, he confirmed that he actually worked on Rebel Moon. He said, I, I finished my part for Rebel Moon at the beginning of the year, so that's cool. Tom Holland, he decided to take a break from, uh, from uh, social media because, yeah, because social media sucks. And he says he's, it's overwhelming. He says a very, very brief return to Instagram, detrimental to uh, my mental state. So there you go. And then, of course, we have Saw. This 10th Saw movie is going to be coming out Halloween of 2023. Here's a shot from the uh, the year one Riddler book. And then we got some more promo stuff. We got cool stuff right there. There's somebody drawing some of that Riddler year one, which is great. That's my one of my favorite shots of Man of Steel right there. I think we're good. Okay, so what happened here? So before we uh, I don't turn off the music, come on, what happened? So Ezra, 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 Ezra. Okay, so now this is going to end up being like a, a big, huge thing. This is going to be the main fucking thing right here. What the hell? Hold on. Holy shiza. All right, so here we go. Um, this is probably going to be the, see, this is what they're, this is good. This is good. Okay, so here we go. Is this it? Okay. Okay, here we go. So I guess this is almost going to, well, it's going to be, a, I'm going to cut it out for a film junkie shot, of course, for tomorrow, because it's not the main topic. But hey, I guess it was meant to be for me to uh, be live right now. But here we go. We got this right here. Let's, let's check this out. The Flash star Ezra Miller seeking treatment for complex mental health issues. The Flash star Ezra Miller says they are seeking treatment for complex mental issues. In a statement provided to Variety by representatives of the actor, Miller broke their silence about the troubling behavior that they have exhibited in recent years, which has led to a series of legal issues and assault and abuse allegations. Miller apologized for their actions. And here's uh, the quotes right here. Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental issues and have begun undergoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe and productive stage in my life. So there you go. So that was it right there. Okay, cool. There you go. All right. So now there's something. We got something from Ezra. That's good. Good. Put that out there. A little bit of stuff out there. That's good. That's a good thing. All right. Good on good on uh, them. Good on them. All right. Like I said, guys, be patient because I think more is actually going to be coming out when it comes to just the defense of a lot of things because obviously – People are going to look at this apology and be like, yeah, but you did all this. You're running a cult. You're on the run, which he's not. We know that. Remember last week when if you look, if you haven't checked it out, but check it out if you haven't. But people spotted him. People spotted Ezra at at uh, Ezra's mom's house and not on the run, not running like this crazy cult and everything like that. There's a lot of bad, bad misinformation out there, but at least they released that variety so that's a step that's a step in the right direction i'm telling you guys i'm telling you and you patrons you know stuff i posted today i'm telling you the flash ain't gonna get axed the flash ain't gonna get axed I tell, i'm telling you it's not gonna get axed david zaslav and crew are very much gonna be going all right we need to make this movie you know 
Let's make it whatever fix we can do, whatever help we can do, whatever publicity we could do to help the situation and uh, whatever we can do when it comes to just like, hey, let's let's take the focus off the controversy and let's just put out a crazy movie that's going to be multiverse, more multiverse of madness than multiverse of madness. Just saying. So that's good. Good on Ezra for doing that. Step in the right direction. Step in the right direction. So at least there's that. More is probably going to come. More is probably going to come, but I hope Ezra gets the treatment that Ezra needs. That's good. Step in the right direction. I like it. I like it. So there you go. <sighs> good, to, good to hear that. All right. Let's get to the main topic now. So that's good. Short, short and to the point. Short and to the point, that statement was. And I'm sure that they were waiting to just release it at the right moment. Why at, why at 8 o'clock at night? Pacific Standard Time, who knows, but that's good. That's good. All right. So the main topic that's going to be on hand here is, of course, talking about Black Adam and talking about uh, Dwayne Johnson got a little bit of backlash. It wasn't a big backlash, but it was a little bit of backlash because there was a new Vanity Fair article that came out that had new images of uh, from Black Adam, uh, black and white, which I joked. I was like, oh, yeah, Zack Snyder was the blueprint. You make the jokes, but of course people push back on it. I'm like, hey, it's a meme, okay? When we say that Zack Snyder's the blueprint, it's a fucking meme, okay? Even though he was the blueprint for like, you know, slow motion, sword swinging action, let's face, let's face facts. When it comes to slow motion, he kind of was the blueprint a little bit. But anytime, you know, you use Zack Snyder's the blueprint, don't take it too seriously. But, of course, the haters out there, they like to take it too seriously. And they're just like, ugh, ugh. They get all crazy about it. It's really annoying. But what can you do? Yeah, yeah. second Warner Brothers. Anyways, okay. So, um, oh, crap. Did I do that? Oh, yeah. I brought it up right here. So here's the article right here that, uh, that talked about what, 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 what Dwayne Johnson talked about. And what a lot of us are kind of just like going, what the hell? So uh, there he is right there, black and white. Looks pretty cool. It's a pretty cool shot right here. It talks about a lot of things, and, you know, we're not going to go over this whole article because, you know, there's a lot here. I mean, obviously, press is happening. They're starting to really try to, you know, dig their heels in when it comes to Black Adam and trying to promote it all. I mean, there's some concerning things when it comes to the origin story. Apparently, they're changing the origin story a little bit. And I know a lot of people aren't, like, too happy about that. Uh, even Hawkman, the whole, like... Um, um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, reincarnation thing is not going to be a part of his character because they said it was too confusing. A lot of people are kind of going like, yeah, they're changing a lot of the origin story uh, when it comes to either Black Adam and then some of the JSA. So I know people weren't too happy about that. Um, yeah, and not even like the, the director right now. And uh, even the director, uh, Mr. Uh, Sarah, was even going like, yeah, I didn't even really know about Black Adam until I met with uh, Dwayne Johnson. But, hey, what can you do? Uh, thank you, thank you, uh, Nikki, Captain Gator Girl, for the $5 Super Chat. Appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of people were kind of going like, um, what's going on here? And, you know, I will admit that, yeah, Dwayne Johnson trying to get Black Adam on the big screen for over a decade. And he's so dedicated to the role. I mean, he's so dedicated that he didn't even bother to try to look like him, which was interesting. Um, that was always interesting to me when it came to uh, the whole thing. I'm like, you could have made a more of an effort. You could have made more of an effort to make maybe more look like him with the uh, the hair, with the widow's peak and the pointy ears. But 
Other than that, you just look like Dwayne Johnson in a Black Adam costume. But so here's the here's here's the thing right here when it came to uh, the little bit of backlash that he got over the weekend. It says right here when Warner Brothers began development on Shazam on the Shazam movie in 2014, Johnson signed on to co-star as Black Adam. But when the film starring Zachary Levi was released in 2019, holy shit, five years later. There, um, there was no rock and almost no Black Adam either. That's right. There was a slight tease when it came to Black Adam. Not really much. And this is uh, Dwayne Johnson's quote right here. He says, when the first draft of the movie came to us, it was a combination of Black Adam and Shazam, two origin stories in one movie. Now, that was the goal, so it wasn't a complete surprise. But when I read that, I just knew in my gut, we can't make this movie like this. We would be doing Black Adam an incredible disservice. It would have been fine for Shazam having two origins uh, stories converge in one movie, but not good for Black Adam. You mean not good for you, Dwayne? <laughs> I mean, you wanted the spotlight. You just wanted you, you know, all six foot fucking 13 of you. With your shoulders that are like, you know, three of me. Is that what it was, Dwayne? I kid. I still like Dwayne Johnson. I still like him. But my God. And it does make sense that, yes, to have the origin story of Shazam and the origin story of Black Adam in one movie, yes, that would have been a lot. But I just, the way that he said that, would have been fine for Shazam, but not Black Adam. I'm like, no, it wouldn't have been fine for either one. But then all, then all of a sudden he changes it to, yeah, it would have been a disservice for both. Okay, that makes sense. But you still said it would have been fine for Shazam to have two origin stories, but not for your character. You got to relax a little bit there, Dwayne. Come on. Come on. Got to relax. So it does make sense, but at the same time, why the fuck have you not even talked to the director of Shazam? Why no teasing? Why at Comic-Con there was no, like, joint fucking panel thing that happened? You showed up on stage in your costume. Wouldn't it have been cool if Zachary Levi showed up on stage in the Shazam costume? You could have did a whole little, you're coming from wrestling. You could have been a whole little thing like that. Maybe they didn't have the money. I don't know. I don't know. But there's a whole marketing thing that's just missing when it comes to the fact that Black Adam comes out in October. Shazam is supposedly, which it might be moved till next year, who knows, probably will be, comes out two months later. It's like, why is there no joint marketing? Why is there no talk about that? I mean, obviously, everybody's talking about Superman, but why aren't we talking about Shazam? What the fuck? I mean, that's the thing. It's like, why are we not talking about Shazam at all? But that's what the little bit of backlash was. I actually went down the rabbit hole uh, when he was trending and I saw people like quoting that. Yeah, they were just kind of like, yeah, he's trying to save face with a lot of stuff, but he's not doing a good job. I mean, not really doing a good job because then he even quote tweeted IndieWire's article that had the headline that talked about his quote and everything like that. And it kind of like and people were kind of rubbed the wrong way a little bit. I mean, not necessarily like it was everything bad that he said. No, because it does make sense to have two of the two origin stories of Shazam and Black Adam in one movie. Yeah, that would have been a lot. Guarantee you. But at the same time, some of the, the way he said part of it didn't come off too well. But at the same time, I'm just going like, what is Warner Brothers doing? What is Walter Hamada doing? That's right. Hamada had nada. Because it's like, we're not getting, there's like, what, 
why is there no like interlinking marketing? There's nothing, no tease. There was a, like a, a really small tease in the first Shazam movie. Is there going to be any tease in this movie? Maybe. Hopefully there is. There needs to be something. There needs to be something. I don't know. It's all. It's a lot of Superman talk, which of course we want that too. But at the same time, it's like, man, I tell you what. Okay, so. That's pretty much it. That's, so that's what the little bit of backlash was right there, you know? Let's see. The Black Adam trailers are hiding uh, so much. Uh, yeah, hopefully the movie's going to, I mean, but I'm just not really seeing the hype as much as I thought there would be. And, uh, you know, the Comic-Con trailer was definitely better than the first trailer. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I just don't know if the, uh, the hierarchy of the uh, DC Universe is going to actually change after Black Adam comes out. I guess we'll see. We will see. Now, speaking of Warner Brothers Discovery, apparently having Michael DeLuca, Pamela Abdi coming from MGM, apparently they got some of that MGM scratch. They're going to be getting some of the, uh, they're going to be distributing some MGM movies. That's right, because remember when MGM was, uh, they were, I guess it was like on, they were, they were, they were putting the, the studio on uh, for sale or whatever the fuck. I mean, Amazon was talking about that. But uh, this is what's happening right here. Uh, I think I uh, boop, up, don't have the article up. Shit. Of course, I have two of the other ones, the other one out. But uh, ba- apparently when it comes to uh, MGM here, let me uh, type it in right here. MGM. MGM. Come on. Let's see. MGM, MGM, MGM. There we up, 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 up. Where are we at? There it is right there. This is the article. All right. Here we go. It's that kind of day. Skip this ad. Come on. Warner Brothers to release MGM movies overseas, excluding next Bond flick pick. Now, yes, this is overseas. And, you know, there's a little bit. of, But it's still something. It's still something. MGM has tapped Warner Brothers to be its newest, its new uh, international partner, giving Warners a shot at having a piece of the James Bond franchise. The caveat. Uh, the arrangement doesn't include the next James Bond film. Yeah, exactly. MGM's previous partner was Universal. So that's what was happening with that. Under the pact, Warner Brothers International's distribution division will handle all Warner uh, Warner's movies, beginning with the release of Bones and All in November of, of uh, 2022 and Creed 3. So that's pretty good. It's not too shabby. Universal Pictures uh, International will still distribute MGM and Orion Pictures till uh, till in uh, October for this uh, year and women talking for the first quarter. Uh, Bond 26, the next chapter of James Bond series of films, will also be distributed by uh, Universal Pictures. So they don't have a little bit of that. But, uh, yeah, the, the new partnership was unveiled by Warner Brothers co-chairs and CEOs Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi, who recently arrived from MGM and MGM COO Christopher uh, Brereton. So there you go. Little piece of the pie. Little piece of the MGM pie. Nothing wrong with that. Something. It's something. But at the same time, too, um, this is also happening when it comes to uh, Warner Brothers uh, Discovery and what's going on with HBO Max. We got HBO, HBO Max layoffs hit Max Reality Acquisitions, Casting International, uh, scripted operation gets restructured. So overall, 14% of the staff, about 70 
people are being laid off Monday, the vast majority of them on the Max side. That includes a Max nonfiction uh, nonfiction originals, international acquisitions, casting, and previously reported live-action family originals, which are all being either scaled back significantly or essentially eliminated, leading to the departure of the bulk of the staffs led by Jennifer O'Connell, EVP, nonfiction, and live-action family originals for HBO Max, Jennifer Kim, SVP, international, and blah, blah, blah. So all those people and blah, blah, blah. So more layoffs. I hear the layoffs are being done via uh, video conferences this morning. The cuts are part of WBD leadership's pledge to find at least $3 billion in savings. So more layoffs happening. And what's funny is, is there's layoffs still happening in the other companies, your Disney's and stuff like that. But let's face it. Right now, David Zaslav is like number one uh, head cheese that's evil. He's like the Lex Luthor right now in a lot of people's eyes because of what happened with Batgirl and all that kind of stuff. So you're not going to really probably hear about the other layoffs that's happening with the other studios and stuff like that. You're going to hear mainly about what's happening here because the man is evil. I don't know. It's just part of the gig, of course. But hey, what can you do? But yeah, that's what's happening. And of course, you know, so things are just continuing to happen when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery. And um, I mean, you wanted to you wanted somebody to come in and just fucking clean up the mess. I mean, it sounds like that's what he's doing. But of course, you know, when you want to make an omelet, you have to fire some people. Is that the saying? Probably not. Okay, Henry Cavill. So let's talk a little bit more about Henry Cavill. Because he's just a hot commodity right now. I mean, obviously, we want this motherfucker to, you know, do this again, fly, you know, do this, raise that arm. Yes, let's do this. Let's do this. Come on, get back into the blue tights, man. Anyways, so Henry Cavill, there's a new rumor that's coming out. Some scoopers. Yes, this is all rumors. This is all scoopy kind of stuff. So take it with a complete grant. Well, I have a theory. I have a theory when it comes to this because apparently I don't even have anything to bring up right now. Uh, I, well, I don't even know the character. See, I'm very not, uh, you know, I'm a DC guy. Uh, Hyperion, Hyperion, uh, Hyperion, which is uh, um, a Marvel character that he's rumored to play that's possibly going to be in Loki season uh, season um, season two, which is currently filming right now. But you know what else is filming right now? The Witcher. So it's kind of makes you kind of curious, like, really, is he going to just be in a post credit scene? What's happening? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't really know the uh, the character all that much. Uh, his name is Marcus Milton and uh, he does wear a cape. So we know that that Cavill looks good in a cape. We know that the origins of super being that would be uh, known as a Hyper Hyperion. If I'm saying it right, I don't even know if I'm even saying his name right. You know me names. But uh, he came to Earth as a baby. Wow, that sounds familiar. Sent uh, as the only survivor of a race of Eternals. So he's an Eternal from a dying world. Wow. <coughs> a hero, a human named uh, father, raised him under the name of Marcus Milton, teaching him the morals of society. As an adult, he became a superhero known as Hyperion and uh, protected the world along with a team of superhumans known as the Squadron Supreme. So that's a little backstory right there. Okay. Yeah. So I know kind of little parallels to Superman a little bit. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It does sound like a low budget uh, Superman a little bit. OK, so 
This rumor has been floating around, and it's probably going to catch a little bit of steam. But it's not the first time that Henry Cavill going to the MCU has been talked about. It's been many times. Remember the whole Captain, what, Britain thing? or what? Yeah, I even did a, uh, I remember I even made like a little um, art, my thumbnail. I put his face on, uh, on, on that character as he was like flying, and I was like, yeah, there was that rumor at one time too. Negotiation tactic. You, there's a possibility that maybe, that maybe when it comes to everything that's happening with Warner Discovery, him and Superman, and they don't want to like give him what he wants, which of course would be creative control, the value, the money that he wants, and what he wants to do. And uh, obviously there's the whole Black Adam thing and the fact that everybody's talking about him and Black Adam. I would not be surprised if this is some kind of like, hey, you know, Somebody like on his side, his people maybe just tip off like some, you know, some of the media out there and be like, hey, just say like there's another possibility that he might play this character in the MCU, which, of course, increases his value again. Okay, we got Warner Brothers Discovery that's just kind of going like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then it's like, all right, you don't know what you want to do. Guess what? Look at my look at how people keep on talking about me coming back as Superman. Well, how about. There's a rumor that goes out there, and you better believe that Warner Brothers Discovery is seeing this shit and maybe hearing a little bit of this shit. It's the fact there's like, oh, the MCU wants him again for a, a different character, not the one that previous. Could be, a, could be a little bit of a tactic, a little bit of a negotiation tactic. Like, put that pressure on. Put that pressure on. Step on them. Step on their fingers a little bit, you know? And be like, hey, if you're not going to give me what I want, man, I'm going to go over to the other studio And be a hero in a cape right there and be low-budget Superman, essentially. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do that. So, possibility, I don't know. I could be just talking out of my ass, but I'm just saying, yes, that. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's going to put some pressure on. It's going to put some pressure, and I really hope that they uh, come to their senses to be like, all right, here, take it. Take Take it. Fuck, man. You know, I mean, it sounds like they're taking a step in the right direction when it comes to Ezra releasing that statement tonight. So that's good. So now throw some money at Cavill and be like, yes, what do you want? But it's like, is he going to show up in Black Adam? That is the question. As far as I could tell, still not involved with it. I would love to be surprised. Would love to be surprised. But we'll see. And then finally, the CW, guys, the CW. So this is what was happening to uh, Next Star. We actually heard about this not too long ago. But uh, the good old CW is going to be, you know, no longer owned by Warner Media. I don't know what's going to be happening with it, but uh, crap. Uh, there's this right here. Next Star to acquire 75% stake in CW Network from Paramount Global Warner Brothers Discovery. Next Star Media Group revealed Monday it is finally set Uh, It is finally set to acquire a 75% majority stake in the CW network from Paramount Global and Warner Brothers Discovery more than six months after first beginning negotiations for the deal. Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount have co-owned the network since early 2006 when the WB and UPN, goddamn, remember UPN? were merged after nearly a, uh, a dozen years on the air into a single entity, so uh, named for the C in CBS and W in Warner Brothers. Both Paramount and WBD will each retain a 
12.5% ownership of the CW and continue to produce content for the broadcaster upon close of the deal, which Nexstar expects will happen during the current third year. So it talks about all that. All the craziness, which we uh, all knew was coming. But, I mean, all the DC shows are just being, like, offed. They're all being offed. It's like the only thing that's going to be left is Superman and Lois, which is very interesting, which is the strongest of the CW shows. But also there was, like, a thing that came around that talked about, like, um, how they wanted to uh, really make content for their their de- the, the current CW dem- demographic. 58 years old? 58 years old. Did you guys see that shit? I had to like check and make sure that wasn't like an onion article or something like that. 58 years old. They're talking about how that what what the the demographic for CW is 58 years old. That's like the average. That doesn't even make sense. Like what are they? I mean, they're watching Riverdale. I mean, (laughs) what's going on? That's I I don't even it's weird. There was something like that that was floating around, too. They were talking about that. Like, what? Makes zero sense. 58 years old. What? I'm telling you. Yeah, what was that? I should have brought that up real quick. Here, watch. 58 years old. I'm gonna t- let's see if I could. Yep, that's right. It says it right here. And it's, yeah, apparently right here. I mean, this people were talking about. The average viewer of the CW is 58 years old, according to new majority stake owner, Nexstar. All right. Ah, all those those young adult shows and everything 58 years old that's a little weird but hey whatever watch what you want to watch if you're 58 years old and you want to watch riverdale teen show high school and charmed you want to watch those kind of shows vampire diaries the flash arrow knock yourself out knock yourself out it's perfectly fine a little strange but hey what can you do i think the majority of cable subscribers are uh, average 50 years old it could be that but they also have an app they also have an app though too that's what's weird i don't know it's very very strange all right guys all right so since i had the technical difficulties i'm going to go ahead and end i'm not going to do any uh i'm not going to do any um uh, what should i call it I'm not going to do any questions. Uh, I know some of you probably uh, put some stuff right there. Uh, Mr. Uh, Tet, I saw you uh, posting your uh, your Top Gun poster right there. I may have I may not have a mustache like Dave, but I did see Top Gun again for free, in free poster. There you go. Uh, you got all that. But, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, Devon, Eric, yeah, well, I'll do questions tomorrow because, yeah, today was just, uh, today was just uh, a little too much madness when it came to the uh, – technical difficulties so i'm going to go ahead and just like end it like right here and i appreciate you guys spending some more time with me and i apologize again for the uh the technical difficulties it does happen and it was like a big glitch and a big boneheaded uh mistake that i made today but it's all good but uh thank you guys anyways uh appreciate it make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to become a member do so Become a member. Members only stream every Wednesday. If you want to follow me on the sock meds, they're all provided right here. I'm going to try to do more. I, I know I lack sometimes on social media sometimes. Uh, Patreon, though, I do try to update as I hear things. So if you want to uh, subscribe to the Patreon, I try to give a little bit more than I do here. And then when I first hear it, it always helps. So anyways, guys, appreciate everybody who supports the channel. Appreciate you guys. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to have some dinner finally at freaking 8.30. Jeez. All right, guys. Love you. And I will talk to you tomorrow at the normal time. We'll be good tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye.